everyone. Welcome to celebration service. Let's stand to our feet and worship together.
think we have a baby to dedicate. I just don't know where the baby's at. Oh, right here. Come right on up. This baby's a boy. Come right on up here. We're honored to dedicate him to the Lord tonight. Oh, yeah, he's ready to go. Well, welcome. We're glad you're here tonight. We hope that you sense the Spirit of the Lord and you get blessed by being here. In our opinion, this is one of the greatest services that we do anytime at Salem Fields is our celebration service. Now, you're a cute little guy, you know that? You a little bit afraid? All right. I'm gonna talk to your I'm gonna talk to your mom just a minute, okay? The Bible says, then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. <clears throat> the disciples rebuked him. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them from the kingdom of heaven. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. So, mom, in presenting your son for dedication, you signify not only your faith in Jesus, but also your desire that he may early know and follow Jesus as well. Yes, I know you do, and that's why you're here. Mm -hmm. You also have a desire that he may live and die, a believer in Jesus, and come unto everlasting life. Now, in order to attain this, it will be your duty as a parent to teach him to early the fear of the Lord, to watch over his education, that he be not led astray, to direct his youthful minds to the, mind to the Bible, and his feet to church to restrain him from evil associates and habits, and as much as lies in you to bring him up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Will you so endeavor to do so by the help of God? I will. Amen. So let me ask you, congregation, if you're a regular part of the Salem Fields Community Church, I now ask you, will you commit yourself as the body of Christ to support and encourage this mom as she endeavors to fulfill her responsibilities to her child by assisting uh, nurturing him, uh, his growth toward spiritual maturity. If so, say we will. We will. All right, got some lot, of, got a lot of support there. Yeah, I know I do. Yes. A yes. <laughs> exactly. So, what's his name? Austin. Austin. Austin, can I pray for you? I know it's a scary thing. Let me take my glasses off. Maybe that'll help. I'm gonna dedicate you, and then Pastor Gay's gonna pray for you. Okay. What's that? That's a guitar player. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll play the guitar. What do you think? The drums are back there too. Austin, I dedicate you to Jesus in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May God bless you all the days of your life. Father, we thank you so much for Austin. We thank you for his mom. We thank you, God, that you made a beautiful creation right yes. here in this little, little guy. And so, Father... Uh, with the body of Christ here together, we know that we have to all do this together. We have a responsibility. And so we pray, Lord, that you will surround Austin with yes. your angels, that you will keep him in your loving care, that you'll protect him. Father, that he'll one day grow up to accept you as his personal savior. Father, thank you so much for the beauty of your creation in Austin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's celebrate this time with Austin. Austin, you're pretty good. Yes. Can I have five, Austin? How about here? Can I have five? Yes. All right. Thank you. God bless you. We got something over here for you. 
We're going to enter into our baptisms now, and Kelly's going to lead the testimonies for us. And then uh, when they go in the pool, and you know, we want everybody to gather up around, and uh, we just celebrate when they come up out of the water, okay? Kelly, take it away. I'm going to start off with part of the family. Hi, my name is Tyler. I want to get baptized to show how much I love God. I want to follow Jesus every day and help others to know God. Hi, my name is William. For as long as I can remember, I've been going to Salem Fields. But I really didn't know God when I was really young because I just came and I thought that's what everybody did on Sundays. Um, and uh, when I got to middle school service, it showed me that I there was this whole new thing that I didn't know. It was God's love. And I want to get baptized to show to the next step of my devotion to him. Hello, my name is Ben. I want to be baptized because I know God loves me. God has helped me through many difficult challenges. He has always cheered me on. At Winter Retreat, I found my relationship with him, and with the help of a few others, I am well on my way to being a better person through him. I am getting baptized to show the world that they can knock me down one step, but I will come two steps closer to my relationship with God. This is my story. pretty strong. I accept Jesus Christ in my heart as my Lord and Savior. He has helped me over the past 11 years from when I was born to now. I never knew Jesus could help me through so much. I'm thankful for him to be in my life. Over the last 11 years, the Lord has tested my faith. From when my son was born a few hours, with only a few hours to live and having heart-lung bypass surgery and surviving. Again, when my mom was diagnosed with cancer and now cancer-free. And again, when my father was placed on life support and then having a transport. I never realized the power of God was that great, the power of prayer. I prayed to him and he gave all those doctors miracles in their hands to heal my son and my parents. I know without God and my Lord and Savior, I wouldn't have my wife of 17 years, three beautiful kids, and the rest of my family. Now I'm ready to be fully committed to being a child of God. And their father and son getting baptized together, which is great. Mother, daughter. Hi, my name is Gabby. The reason I want to be baptized today is because I want Jesus to rise and appear in me in my heart. I also want everyone to see that I want to be baptized 
My church teacher, Miss Denise, told me about being baptized, and as soon as she did, I wanted to be baptized. <laughs> Sorry, I don't do crowds. <laughs> um, so I came here in 2015, and I hadn't been to church in a long, long time. And I came here because my son told me that God was angry because we didn't remember what God looked like. <laughs> So I came here initially just because my child told me that we needed to be here. And after being here, I've been through some of the most hardest times. And I promised God that if my child would live, she got very sick. And I would do everything within my power to do what I needed to do to show him and to show everybody that I loved him. And that I was going to try to live my life the way that I was supposed to. My baby is healthy and is okay now, and it really just reaffirmed my love for God and Jesus and that I really wanted to show everybody that he's real and he lives in me too. All right. Last but not least, we're setting a new record, three at one time. Ooh, sisters. Okay, I'll go first. Um, my name's Lacey. I was actually born Lacey Roberts, um, but in 2017, my dad was incarcerated and exploited me in prison, ultimately. And I told myself I wasn't gonna cry. <laughs> and it kind of made me a person that I'm not, and I wasn't, and I stopped coming to church, and I stopped living the way I was supposed to. So after I was exploited and I started getting letters and there was actually an inmate that was got out and actively looked for me and showed up at my job and I still live in fear from it, but I ended up changing my last names to Owens. So I was baptized as Lacey Roberts and I'm going to be baptized as Lacey Owens and I'm going to leave all that in the past as of today. So that's why I'm here. Okay, and then this is my little sister Haley and she wants me to read hers. So over the past year, she said she has changed not in a way that she wanted. And she's decided to get baptized today to take away all of that and to wash that away and accept God. And that's big. Okay, well, I want to get baptized so I can be free of, like, all my past, all that stuff that Lacey was talking about, so I can live my adult life when I turn 18 and a little um, with God and committed, more committed. Thank you all. All right, come on up. Let's join him in baptism.
Father, we thank you. We thank you that you are moving. God, these testimonies are evidence of that, God. And so we are just so thankful, Father, that we get to be a part of that, that you are a living, breathing God, that you are personal and you are near to each and every single one of us, God. And God, I pray if there's anyone that's here tonight that is even just witnessing this move of your love and your power and your grace, God, that they too would receive that. God, that you would speak to their hearts, Father. We just want to celebrate you tonight. We just want to honor you with our praise and our worship. And as we just reflect on all that you're doing, God, you are such a good and mighty God. God, and we just give you all honor and all praise. Not for even what you've done, but just because you are you and you are worthy, God. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Well, isn't that one of the most beautiful sights you'll ever see? Is people testifying to what God's done to, uh, in their lives and seeing them go in the water and come up out. What a symbolic way to say, I believe in Jesus. And it's really, really powerful. Well, um, we want to recognize and acknowledge some of the things that happen around here. And one of the things is that we have a membership class. And in that class, you learn everything that you want to know about Salem Fields Community Church and then have opportunity to become a member. And uh, so we'd like to acknowledge anyone. Rich teaches that class. And uh, if there's anyone here, did, is there anyone here that went to that membership class and uh, became a member? Would you stand, please? Every, everyone. All right. Look at this. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Everyone say, welcome, New Salem Fielders. Welcome, New Salem Fielders. Oh, now, the, I've seen them, and they've been coming for quite a while. <laughs> so not so much New Salem Fielders, but new members of Salem Fields. So we're excited about that. Another thing that happens here is really significant is our one-on-one -on -one discipleship process. And that's where two people meet together, and there's a 
a packet, an eight-week packet that uh, they work through. It's just basic Bible study. And so if you and uh, the person that you've been with have been working together, if you're here tonight, we'd love for you all to come up here on stage, and we want your certificates to be presented. So don't be shy. Come on up. Lori, Evelyn, I know there are more. Tone, Eric. Here he comes. Come on up here in front, right along in here. I'm going to give you the mic. You can tell us a little bit about the relationship that you've had and what's happened and say anything that you want to. Tone, you go first. Certainly. Well, I first met this gentleman back at what? Winter, well, maybe a month before winter retreat. And he said he wanted to work with the youth. I didn't know who this guy was. <laughs> He's taller than me, bigger than me. Quite frankly, he scared me. <laughs> and then, I don't know, after that, we kind of getting cordial a little bit and, you know, came to have a bit of a friendship, you know, but not well enough to where we would get spiritual with one another. And he comes up and says, would you disciple me? And I said, well, how old are you? <laughs> and he told me, and, you know, I was kind of, you know, concerned about that because, I'm younger than he is, and is he going to listen to me? Is he going to heed what I'm saying? And, you know, it's taken a leap in faith in doing that, and it just proved fruitful. Me and this guy are about best friends now, and I haven't known him that long. I mean, would, would you say that? What would you say? You know? Wow, thanks, man. That's awesome. Well, uh, it's an honor just to give you this. You know, it's it's a piece of paper, but, you know, it's just showing the bond, you know what I mean, and, and your faithfulness, and, you know, we had some tough conversations, but, you know, we were both honest, we were both transparent, and through that, we built an authentic relationship, so thanks, man. I would uh, definitely encourage anybody that has not done the discipleship packet to, to truly do it. Uh, so when I first got first paper of the of the eight-week series I looked at it and I'm like man this is easy this is gonna be a cakewalk and then as, as you study and you reflect you, you grow closer and it's not just you know answering the questions it's getting to the root of it you know and, and you know you reflect upon your past before you became a Christian and and got to that point, what, what was the root of all your problems before you became a Christian? And it just, it's amazing, really. It truly is. I wrote mine down because I don't like to speak in front of people, so this is what you get from me. Um, I had the honor of discipling a lady that is a true example of what a walk with Christ should look like. Um, she's definitely not a why me person. Um, she finds her strength in the Lord and all she has over, had to overcome in her life. It was an honor to disciple Lori Jennings. We've built a wonderful friendship, um, a sisterhood. And I look forward to the plans that the Lord has for us, and I know we will do great things in and through us. Um, I started um, 
the discipleship with her when I received my certificate on stage the last, actually, several celebration services ago. So it's an honor to give you this certificate, and I look forward to seeing you disciple several people. So if you'd like to disciple, see Lori. Um, uh, <laughs> I think Eric put it very well. Um, when you get your packet first week, you know, you're going through reading answering the questions. You're like, oh, I can do this. And it, it does get tougher and tougher every week, but you do grow. Um, and you do have a lot of hard conversations, but, um, you'll learn a lot. You become great friends through the process and stuff. So I really recommend if anybody is interested, definitely take the step and and do the discipleship. So as they said, if you're interested in being discipled, that's available to you. It's a great relationship to develop and you learn to really dig into the Bible and, and get that the basics of the Bible. And even if you've been a believer for a long time and you've never done a study like this, I would encourage you to do it. So you can mark that on a connection card or you can talk to one of the pastors and we'll get you connected. Or you can go online and you can go to info at Salem Fields. Any way that you do it, uh, we'll get back with you about what all that is about. So those are the things that are happening around Salem Fields. That's the evidence of God working among us. You realize that? I mean, this is what we can see that God is working. Nobody can tell us that God didn't do something here, right? It's amazing. So we're going to have some testimonies. You know, you heard the testimonies of the people that uh, were baptized. And it's always a good thing. The Bible says that we're to testify with our mouth. We're supposed to tell people what God's done in our life and give him glory for that. And so, Bobby, are you the first one? Go ahead. Give us a little testimony there. I know you are, but <laughs> you can give us a testimony. You've got five kids. Oh, boy, do I got five kids. You know what I... Here's what I love about this church is that you have our leaders that will challenge you and put you on the spot just like that. That's why, that's why I love our church. Um, you know, a great testimony for me would be um, it's just amazing to see how God just transforms everyone in this church, including my own family. Uh, I think we all would agree that there's been uh, obstacles and challenges and things that have tested our faith, things that didn't go our way. Uh, and it's just amazing on when we can give thanks to God during those moments. Uh, it's very hard to do that. Uh, and it's something that I personally had to learn over the course of the last few years of when things don't go my way and I kind of look and ask why they don't go my way or what did I do to God to cause this to not go my way. But then our family found a deeper relationship within ourselves to begin giving thanks to God in those situations. And during that time, not only as a family, have we been able to grow closer but we've been able to grow closer together with God. And what we've seen is, is the fruits of, of those prayers coming true and the blessings and the blessings that he continues to pour out. So it doesn't matter if it's great or if it's bad or if it's ugly, we just continue to give thanks to God in all circumstances. And, and, and it's definitely proven in our lives and it just shows you that God is always there no matter what's going on in our lives. All right, Bobby C. 1 Peter 3.15 says, always be ready to give an answer for the hope that you have. And when you give it, do it with gentleness and respect. And when I called on Bobby, he didn't hesitate. 
He was ready to give an answer for where he gets his hope. Would you say you get your hope in Jesus Christ, Bobby? I do. You have to, to have a family like that and little ones growing oh, up yes, and we do. teenagers. And, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I love that. We just saw scripture come alive right there. You see how that works? Okay, who's going to be next? We've got microphones over there with Colin and with Bobby, and they'll run to you. Go ahead, Charlie. Good. Yes, it is. I, I love the Lord with all my heart. I'm so thankful for his love and his mercy. You know, um, when God sees me, he doesn't see. He sees deep inside. And I'm so glad that I don't have to... Um, I don't have to work. I don't have to earn my salvation. It's there, and I accept it, and I'm so thankful for that because there's no way that I could ever repay God for what he has done for me. I love him so much. Oh, and I know that's true, Charlotte. How many people have children that know Miss Charlotte? Yeah, look at that. Wow. All right, who's next? Bobby, right over there. I was just reading on our dinner table tonight at home. My wife's shopping, getting groceries. <laughs> and it says, be thanks always about everything. And I just, that's why I'm standing up, just to say his grace is sufficient for thee. And, uh, you know, last year, uh, Pastor Buddy married Yvette and I at Fort Belvoir. And I just want to praise God for that, you and Pastor Gay, and, and just giving up your husband. And uh, it was a wonderful wedding. There's a lot of people there. And it, it, the blessings just, keep, keep, just kept coming. Uh, God gave me a promotion, a new job. And uh, I'm tithing. We're tithing. All right. And uh, I just want to thank God for that, too. <laughs> and uh, it, it just kept going and going and going. Um, I flew out to see my three sons. I have five children, two grands, and Yvette has uh, three adults' children and uh, four grandchildren. And so, you know, we're thankful for all of our children. We pray for them. Um, and then when I flew out to see my three sons, uh, Joshua, Dry, and Andrew, uh, I spent a week in the state of Washington, and it was just a great time of uh, reconnecting. And I just wanted to earn that fatherhood shirt, you know. So when I, I took them swimming, took them on a boat ride, took them to a movie, uh, took them, where else we go? We went to a lot of places. But I think the greatest thing that I learned from that trip was, you know, how much we need each other and to stay connected. So uh, since then, since July of last year, when Andrew turned 10, and he plays a violin really well, by the way, um, now my three sons are coming here. <laughs> the last week of, the two last weeks of July. So this is another reason to thank God that he opens up doors and he really does answer our prayers when we don't give up. And uh, so anyway, I'm just very thankful to him and I just praise God for this church and it's great to be a part of this family. God bless you. Mm, that's awesome. <laughs> Who's next? By the way, I give Buddy up all the time to marry other people. 
He's married to me, but he marries, he says, I'm going to marry someone. <laughs> I say, okay, we can do that. <laughs> I would like to thank God tonight for his word. Um, it says in, I think Hebrews, <laughs> wait, Peter. There you go. That the word of God is living and active, and which means every time you read the word of God, it's like, what? Where, where was that before? Um, we have spent this entire year studying the book of Acts with the little kids and the book of John with the teenagers. And um, we have been through the book of Acts about four times this year. And still today, the kids were like, so tell me about that Trinity thing again. And they ask such hugely deep questions that even Andy and I, who have been in the word for a lot, long, long, long time, have to go, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> wait, what is he trying to say? And, and it's just a very wonderful, beautiful, um, a wonderful, beautiful thing. It's a great relationship to be in that they, they make us kind of take a step back and, and relook at what we thought it said. Thank you, Tammy. It is. It's living. It's breathing. Okay. Jim? I got a twofer, but I'll be real short with the one for. Uh, if you have never attended uh, children's or in particular teen Bible quizzing, uh, there's some tears in your eyes that you haven't had a chance to shed yet because there is nothing, nothing in my walk with Jesus that has ever been so thrilling as to watch these teenagers stand up and recite word for word scriptures from the Bible. And they don't just say words. They know what they're saying. And they can... They can hear just a syllable of a question and jump up out of their seat and pick the right verse and, and, and uh, say it correctly. And uh, I'm just very proud. We have a number of Bible quizzers in this church and I'm very proud of all of them for what they do. Uh, the rest, uh, most of you know that I'm a retired pastor and... Uh, there was a uh, young fellow in my church in Oakland, Maine, um, who um, he had a lot of he had a lot of issues, a lot of uh, problems to overcome, but he was a, he was an overcomer. He's been married for probably close to 19 years, something like that. Uh, and not too long ago, he was arrested and charged with uh, a fairly serious crime of which he says he's innocent. And uh, he spent uh, about three months in jail uh, awaiting a hearing, and they would not permit him to have bail because of the nature of the charge. And uh, a lot of people that I talked to prayed. And ultimately, they changed their mind about that and did give him bail. And those who couldn't come up with it found a way to. But the thing that was most blessing to me as a pastor is that, you know, in the 
book of Genesis, we have a young man by the name of Joseph, and he gets wrongfully accused of something and thrown in jail. But what others meant for his harm, God meant for his good. And uh, this young man, uh, when he uh, went into jail, uh, the first thing he asked for was for his mother to get him a copy of something called the prison Bible because it's written in a way in which he could understand it better. And uh, he started telling me, oh, I read the book of Psalms. Well, that's a pretty good uh, lengthy book to read. And then the next time I talked to him, he says, yeah, I read the book of John. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I read Matthew, Mark, and Luke just to follow it up. <laughs> and he was working on Acts and Romans when I, when I last spoke to him. Uh, he still faces hard days ahead in terms of uh, court action or whatever. But I do believe that no matter what happens legally, in his heart, God is turning uh, a very hurtful situation to his good, and he will be stronger than he ever has been. Please pray for him. His name is Robert. Thank you. Take two more. There we go. Denise, somebody else's heart is pounding really hard, too, you got so it. you're next. <laughs> well, I just want to first say, you know, the word, that living word we're talking about says if we won't praise him, the rocks will cry out, and I'm going to beat those rocks to it. I love my God. He is so good. Um, and we sing that song often. He's a good, good father. That's who he is, and I'm loved by him. That's who I am. And I just love that he tells me that every single day that I am loved by him. I love him more and more every day. I just want to, again, thank him for his goodness. But I also wanted to say how blessed I am to be a part of this uh, thing with God. You know, you had said something gay a while back about growth happens in community, and I could testify to that. And one of the sweetest blessings that God has given me is the opportunity to teach the children who Jesus is um, to get into the word. And, and tonight I saw have you be immersed and come out and it doesn't just bless me that she, that she got baptized but I'm seeing God work in her heart in a mighty way and I see her hungry to know who this Jesus is and it is my greatest pleasure to share with her that he is a good, good father and that to follow him will be the best thing that she's ever done the best thing that any of us could ever do because again he won't lead us astray he loves us and only us what's good and what's best for us. So I want to praise his holy name and thank you guys for being the best church family I've ever known. I love him. How many parents have children that know Miss Denise? Yeah. What a blessing it is, I tell you what, uh, to be involved in children's ministry and just talk to her one time and you see somebody fulfilling the purpose that God has given them and never tiring of 
working with children. And then this is the blessing, Denise, that you get to see. And uh, it's, it's pretty special. There's nothing that can compare to that. One more. All right. So uh, my family and I, we've been uh, coming here for right around a year now uh, that we moved down here. Um, and moving is stressful. But it was kind of local from Fort Belvoir down to here. But uh, we honestly, we couldn't have done it without, for one, the help of uh, Tatiana's family, the Winces, all of them um, helping out so much. And then also bringing us into this church and making us feel at home, invited. Both our children were baptized here um, a couple other uh, celebration Sundays ago. Um, and it's been a really, a truly, truly blessing for us, um, especially when kind of moving down here, I thought I was going to be transitioning into another career field, um, which would have happened tomorrow. Um, and I've struggled with that a little bit, but um, I think I've come to terms with it. Thinking back on Proverbs 16:9, where my heart was set on retirement from the military and transitioning. Well, 16:9 says that your heart sets your path, but God determines the steps that you so that's kind of helped give me closure and, um, and my family and helped us through some ups and downs of transitioning. But um, it's truly been a blessing to be part of Salem Fields here. Thank you, all of you. And it has truly been a blessing to have your family with us as well. Wow, isn't this amazing? Isn't this an amazing time? It's really important for us to begin to prepare our hearts to serve the Lord's Supper together. Another way that we can experience Him, it's an act of grace that He gives us that we can share in His body and His blood. Father, we thank You so much for what already has taken place. And now, Lord, as we prepare our hearts, I pray, Lord, that something fresh and new will happen here right now that we will meet you and encounter you in a brand new way. Father, I pray that our hearts will be open to hear your voice. Father, I pray that our hearts will be receptive to your truth. And Lord, I pray that we would be a people that would follow you and obey your ways. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the testimony of your people. And Father, we continue to worship and serve you here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's stand together.
The communion supper instituted by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is a sacrament which proclaims Jesus' life, his suffering, his sacrificial death and resurrection and the hope of his coming again. It shows forth the, it shows forth the Lord's death until his return. The supper that we're about to take together is a means of grace in which Christ is present by the Spirit. It is to, receive, to be received in reverence appreciation and gratefulness for the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. All those who have truly repented, forsaking their sins and believing in Christ for salvation, all of us are invited to participate in the death and resurrection of Christ. We come to the table tonight that we may be renewed in life and salvation and be made one by the Spirit. In unity with the church, we confess our faith. Christ has died, Christ has risen. Christ will come again, and so let us pray together. Father God, we gather today at your table in the name of Jesus, who by your Spirit was anointed to preach good news to the poor, proclaim, proclaim release to the captives, set at liberty those who are oppressed. Christ healed the sick, fed the hungry, ate with sinners, and established a new covenant for, for the forgiveness of sin. Tonight, we live in hope of his coming again. On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and gave thanks, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And so church, tonight we gather as a body of Christ to offer ourselves to him in praise and thanksgiving. Make the, uh, pour out your Holy Spirit on us, dear God, and on these, the gifts that are set at, before us at the tables tonight. And so we invite you tonight, you don't have to be a member of our church uh, to uh, partake of communion at Salem Fields Community Church, you need a sincere appreciation for what Christ did for you on the cross when he shed his blood. And so we invite you tonight uh, to share around the table that the Lord set for us years ago. You know, people say to me, well, I don't feel worthy to take communion. Well, none of us are worthy. And that's why we go to the table tonight, because Christ's blood, his shed blood, broken body and shed blood, if we have an appreciation and acceptance of that, we are all worthy. So tonight we celebrate Christ's broken body and shed blood. Won't you join us at the three tables as we share in the Lord's Supper tonight? <coughs> Scandal of grace, you died in my place, so my 
beautiful celebration tonight to be in the presence of the Lord, to watch the sacrament of baptism and watch people's lives that have been changed by God to make a public declaration that they love Jesus. And so what a wonderful night of communion, testimonies, baby dedication. You know, that's what the church is all about. And tonight we've experienced the grace of Jesus Christ. If you've, uh, if you've sensed God here tonight and this has been a special time for you, we have another one of these in June. I want to challenge everyone here to invite someone to come back with you because I think the church is missing something really, really special when they forsake the gathering of us together at the celebration service. So I just want to encourage you. If you enjoyed tonight and you sense God's presence, encourage others to come next time and be a part of what God is doing here at Salem Fields. We love you. Have a wonderful week and may God bless you and keep you.